What's going on? This is Jailers from Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in a nick of time, man. And it's time to talk about this game. It's the Knicks 76ers. We lost two heartbreakers in a row. One to the Nets, one to the 76ers. It's one of those things where it's a, it's a moral victory. And we lost, but it's still kind of a moral victory. But it is what it is. This is the two best teams in the East. But right now, the Knicks are in eighth place. One game under 500, 20 or 21. Losing to the 76ers, 99-96. to 96. Julius Randle gives you 19 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists, shooting 36% from the field. R.J. Barrett gives you 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, shooting 41% from the field. Emmanuel quickly with 13 points, 54% from the field. Taj Gibson chips in with 10, and Burks gives you 19. Let's talk about it. Raw, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, you know, I mean... Could- we could we would like to have gone two and two on this road trip, but it is what it is. We move forward, bro. Yeah, we definitely move, we're moving forward. And this is one of those games where it's a hard for a game. You can't really get too high or too low. You, you want to get caught up in the emotion because you know we are in the playoff race and you want to stay over 500. And every game counts at this point. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, 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 it still is what it is. We're a growing team. We don't really have all the pieces we really need. We're shorthanded. There's no Mitch. There's no D-Rose. And at the end of the day, we were still in this game. So it's – and I can say this more certainly today because yesterday, you know, after watching the game, I'm more in my feelings. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I'm crying in the corner after this loss. But after a day of sleep, some reflection and some stat watching and some game watching, he's like, all right, breathe. Breathe jealous. That's right. We still in this. This Take is not the breath. finished product. That's right. This this is just this is just a stepping stone to the final product, which is to come. So shout out to Leon Rose and Worldwide West. Uh, Boom shakalaka. Uh, shout out to Worldwide West and all these guys who putting this team together because it's not the finished product. But hopefully we put the, some right pieces later on together to make this thing formulate into a complete team. All right. So Royal, let me know. What did you see in this game? Give me some takeaways from uh, the Knicks loss yesterday. Well, okay. So first off, again, I, I give Tom Thibodeau a lot of props. He, we all know, all the Knicks nation understands, we've been weak at the point guard from the beginning of the season. Right. And the point guards he's been relying on have been first Alfred Payton and then D. Rose. Mm-hmm. And both of those are out. And he was running the point guard by committee. And he's playing against the two top teams in the Eastern Conference. And we were right there toe-to-toe with them in both games until the final minute of the game. Okay? Right. So I got to give him the, – the guy. The guys are doing a masterful job using what he has, you know, to, to stay in games against the toughest teams in the league. And then, of course, as we did notice, he's beating teams he's supposed to beat. You know, right. so we – you know, so that's that's a sign of an up-and-coming team, a good team. Let us, you know, also remember, at the end of the game, I saw, especially with Burks and Randall, and to a lesser degree, Bullock, 
and and a little bit RJ, but and then in IQ as well, they were losing steam at the end of the game. So yeah. you can see it was because even like Clyde and Bream all game, they kept saying, I'm surprised they got so much energy. You would never know they played last night. And I was like, stop saying that because eventually it's going to fall off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. At the end of the game, you know, they were losing. They lost that, that, that energy. But there were some things that I saw both last night against the Nets that I'm very encouraged by, aside from the fact that I mentioned how they, how they, they were in the game without a two-point guard. But that um, couple, both in the Nets game and last night, at the end, when we thought, like, somebody might have thought in the end, this is over, they would put put a trap on somebody. And I mean, lock them down. Yeah. In mm-hmm. And against the Nets, you know, they, they actually should have got the ball. And, and even last night, Tiff should have challenged that foul on that one there because they trapped, I forgot who it was they trapped, but they had that boy trapped and he wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. And, you know, so th- that was another one uh, I was very impressed with. These things bode well for us going forward. Yeah, I believe Tips was kind of scared. He's scared. He's been scared to use his, his uh, challenges as of late. I think he lost a challenge a few games ago and he's mm-hmm. a little gun shy about those challenges right now. So he's just staying away from them all together. Well, let me ask you, if he, because he used all his timeouts, can he challenge after he used all his timeouts? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he can use all, I'm not sure if he can challenge after a timeout or not. Because I thought that's why he didn't do it, because he had used all his timeouts when that play happened. And so I don't know if he can challenge that. But then again, it was the last two minutes. I'm not sure of the rule in that case. Yeah. Because I was wondering, and not only that, the Bullocks out of bounds on when he got the ball at the three-point line, it looked as if his heel did not touch the ground. It did though. It did after they saw the replay. Like it actually did cost, touch the ground. And he went out of bounds. But it was you know, close. let me let me rewind and talk about some of the things you talked about and get into them in more detail, right? Because before mm-hmm. you, you talked about um the point guard, the point guard situation and how we've been able to kind of deal without a point guard. It's been a, a point guard by committee, um so far, right? Um, Emmanuel quickly has been a starting point guard for the last two days, and the game before he didn't score well. But I still believe that his pressure and just the threat of him scoring helped out the team. It gave it gave Randall you know, some time off where he can just be the spot-up shooting man instead of the guy creating the plays for him. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I feel like in, his, in the first quarter especially, uh, he was able to do his job. He scored seven points in the first quarter along with Julius Randall, and he was able to kind of you know, carry that offense. And I've seen some guys. I know he's not the traditional point guard who's not going to set people up. And, you know, run, pick and roll people to death. But I do still feel like his role yesterday, I, I feel like it was su- sufficient, you know? And people, I mean, people kind of was kind of kind of killing quickly yesterday no, about no, how he's he not was, a point guard. But I feel like it was sufficient. Like, he he applied he, – he, um, he provided the space that the team needed. He made some pivotal shots. He shot 54% yesterday. And I think he actually had four assists as well. So what are you saying? What do you say to that? Well, the thing is, is that – the opposing teams respect his ability to score, and, and that's what you want. So he, just by being out there, he's a threat to score, and that puts pressure on opposing teams. So that alone makes him worthwhile. Now, as far as a point guard, um, I still feel like, you know, we really need a pure point guard. Quick, yeah. is, a, quick is more really – I wouldn't say he's a point or he's a, he's a guard. He's a guard, right? Yeah. And he's not only that, one thing he is, I think everybody will agree, he's a closer. You want him out there at the end of the game. So if you get if you pair him with a real pure point guard that can also be a threat, but it can play more of the passing 
game, uh, of course, we'll be we'll be devastated at that point. So we, but the way I look at it is, we are what we are. We have what we have. We got to go with what, go to war with what we got. So this is what we got. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is going to war what we got. At the yeah. end of the day, I still rather quickly over Elfer Payton any day. And oh, yeah. there was there was like, and there's play, there's a play that happened yesterday that it can only it can only work with a quickly or even a D Rose where you know they doubled Randall. He kicked it out to quickly at like the top of the key or like up the, the wing and quickly nailed the three. And I'm, and that would never be Peyton. Mm-hmm. That, that's just not who he is. Not so, consistent. Exactly. So I'm cool with quickly starting or Derrick Rose starting. Preferably, maybe Derrick Rose preferably, but either or is fine with me. As long as it's not Peyton. To me, Peyton is still not the long-term, the learn-tone girl, the long-term solution here. You know, I'm like, even when everybody's yeah. healthy. Like, I'm wondering what Tibbs is going to do, though, because if it's going according to his pattern, Peyton is out of the rotation. I mean, according to his pattern. Right. right? So Peyton's been hurt. Um, um, and we've been, you know, we when D. Rose was, was starting, we were really rolling very well. I think that's the best we were playing when D. Rose was starting at the point guard. So it it, 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 it should really be D. Rose that comes back and starts. Absolutely. I think is going to be the case. So, so D Rose is probably going to start with, and that means quick goes back to the bench. Do you want, I don't like, I don't like the idea of Peyton with quick. I like Frank with quick. I like those two together. I don't like Peyton with quick. They don't play well together. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I haven't really even seen them that together that much. Like the tunnel vision that Peyton provide like the tunnel vision from Peyton all season long has kind of killed everybody else's game from RJ mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to Knox to everybody included. So I can't really see those two together working either. And I think he's going to get bought out. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being wishful thinking, but <laughs> I, I think he's going to be bought out. Um, I think you and uh, most of Nick Nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because, <laughs> because yeah, that would that would solve a lot of problems. Just buying out Peyton, but I don't know what they're going to do. I think it depends on the combination of what the Knicks management thinks and what Peyton wants. If Peyton says buy me out, they'll probably do it. But and it's only five million. It's not even five million now. We're halfway through the season, so I don't know what they're going to do. But I I believe Rose needs to come back and start as soon as he's available to start. Yeah, like even Burks, man, because Burks had the feeling for the point guard position as well yesterday because there was a portion of the game where, you know, quickly was hurt and and Burks was in. And you know what? The second unit was actually into. I was worried about the second unit in that first second quarter because the second unit is where we lost the game before before. But in that second, that first and second quarter, the first, the second unit actually held together. And then when the first unit came on the floor, Burks was still kind of able to keep it moving. He gave us 19 points yesterday and four rebounds. Um, yeah, no, they, they extended. The second unit extended a little bit when they came in. They've been doing good all season, man. So the second unit really did well. It was a little bit more pressure on him because of the lack of D. Rose starting. It's a little bit more pressure on him. But they did very well yesterday. I like, you know, I didn't even look at the stat. Did you see how much did they score yesterday, the second unit? The second unit altogether? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure exactly. I'll have to look that up. Um, you know, you know what? Look that up for me. Twenty nine points. They 40. scored twenty nine. They, that was below what they usually do. They they scored twenty nine yesterday. Yeah, twenty nine. Because because you know what it is. Draw the fourth quarter. Yeah, the fourth they quarter. Fourteen points in the fourth. Yeah, the and, f- and that that's to do with. I'm telling you, that's fatigue. That's fatigue, man. Yeah. More than anything else. No, that's absolutely fatigue. That's absolutely fatigue. Um, the second unit scoring in general hasn't really been a strength. Um, we were able to get by yesterday because uh, Taz Gibson had a season high ten points. 
Uh, he was hitting jumpers. He was hitting threes. He shot two threes in a row. Oh, everybody's excited. He's a three-point shooter. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. He actually can hit that shot if he shoots it consistently. He's got good form. No, he does. He does. And I was on Twitter. I saw Tommy T- Tommy D getting on everybody who was encouraging uh, Taz Gibson to shoot three. <laughs> yeah, man. No, but he, I, I have no problem with him shooting an open three. He, I think he can hit that consistently. If he, I like him doing it uh, better than some other centers. I'd rather him do it than, um, you know, um, Enos Cantor. No, nah, absolutely. He's I think he's only like three for ten or three for twelve though. So the yeah, percentages don't support it, but it looks it looks good when it's leaving his hand. It, it, yeah, it does. Good. It does look good. It, it does look good when it's leaving his hand, man. But but to, uh, to my point, original point, the second unit doesn't really provide us the scoring. Um yesterday we got by though in that second corner quarter with Burks and um Taz Gibson providing the store the scoring. We actually didn't lose the lead for the first time. Mm-hmm. Frank didn't score that much in that first half, but it didn't matter. Frank didn't those, score at all. Frank yeah, he, didn't score. yeah, he didn't score at all. <laughs> but listen, in the third quarter, the Knicks we we had a lead, right? The Knicks had a lead. We had a 56-48 lead going into the half. Mm-hmm. And then it's in the third quarter, we had an 82 to 73 lead in the third mm-hmm. quarter. Mm-hmm. And Usually what, um, you know, Tom likes to do, it make those wholesale switches mm-hmm. where he takes up all the starters and he puts in all the bench players. Mm-hmm. This time yesterday, he put R.J. Barrett in with the bench players. I think with the was, second unit. Yeah, the second yeah. unit. I think yeah. he was trying to learn from his past mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. I mean, he did. He put uh, he had the second unit and he had R.J. Barrett in there. Mm-hmm. He had R.J. Barrett in it. And still, and still... The lead got cut down. It got cut down to four. And at the nine minute, around the nine minute and 30 second mark, he said I had enough and he threw Julius Randle back in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's hard because you're trying to balance your, he knows the guys are fatigued. He knows that. He's trying to balance that. He's trying to give Julius a blow and he's trying to still keep his lead. It's, it's, it's a, he's been threading that needle pretty good. And, and you know, until really, Honestly, until really these last two games, if you look at the bench scoring, when Quickly's on the second unit, we that bench has been. It is a couple of games where the bench has outscored the starters. Yeah, and that all really usually depends on what Quickly is doing. If they outscore yeah, the starters, yeah, Quickly's on the second unit with Burke. That 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 the, the bench is usually you know scoring pretty well. But last night, as you said, they had Burks as the star, as the point guard though at crunch time. And quickly started. So your bench is really thin in terms of scoring. And then Frank didn't score at all. But Frank, at the same time, you got to see, I mean, he's he, he's providing some really good defense. These last two games have been really critical. He's been really good on the defensive end. It'd be nice to get him to score some more. But defensively, he's given you very high level of production defensively. So... We do need more scoring, but I think I don't think it mattered last night. That second night of the back-to-back against that team playing that kind of intensity is going to catch up to him. And you know what? Let me pause right there. I'm, I'm going to get into the Frank topic right now because I know this is going to be a hot topic and a sensitive subject <laughs> for you guys. So I'm going to pause right there. I'm going to shout out the chat, and then we're going to jump right back into this Frank. The Frank situation. We're going to jump right back into that. Cool, cool. All right, so shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat is here. Um, shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to Iller. Tell him Alejandro. I know you're always here early. Keenan Lambert, Fritz Alicentor, SK, um, Rich Jim, Mark W. Everybody's in the chat. Thank you for coming. Uh, Mike Uno, if you're new, hit that hashtag new. Yo. Oh, shout out to 
Yo, shout out to Nuggy Fresh. Shout out to Nuggy Fresh in the building. I see you, man. <laughs> always here, always supporting, man. Shout out to you as well. Um, yeah, you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We're talking Knicks after a loss. That's right. <laughs> On That's a Thursday right. night, and you're still kicking it with us. It's me and, uh, yeah, Raw Hebrew Men. I, I like to call him the Raw Metaphor, but he's the Raw <laughs> Hebrew Remnant. And I really wanted Ryan here because Ryan was heated yesterday. Heated. And he had some Frank Smoke, and then he couldn't make it. So I'm like, I'm, I was like, damn, all right. Well, no Frank Smoke. All right, cool. But let's, let's get into it. So. People were buzzed with Frank Nilekini yesterday because, you know, he didn't score and he played great defense. Um, I already know, Raw, you said that you feel like he's not a shooter. But I'm going to surprise some people with my take right now. <laughs> I'm going to surprise some people with my take right now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. I was, I'm, a, I'm not a lot disappointed in what I saw from Frank yesterday. I'm not going to lie. And... You say you are? Or you I mean, I am. I am. I am. Okay, okay. I mean, I am. Like, the defense has been outstanding. There was one play where he literally stopped a fast break by himself. Right. Like, he stopped a fast break. I think it was Thibel. Then he rotates to Scott. And then after he rotates to Scott, it causes, like, a turnover and he get the ball back. And I'm just like, man, he's a demon on defense by himself. It seems like he's, he has, he's playing better defense than even last year. Yeah, he is. Right? Yeah. yeah. But it's year three, year four. I know he's, he hasn't he hasn't really been injured, but I, at this point, like the mental is just off. Like I I, I feel like he just needs like a shot, doctor, a shot site. You know, run our test. You know how run our test has like the 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 sports psychologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who gets in your head and messes your confidence because. Who, who fixes your confidence so you can play well in these big moments. That's what's missing from Frank right now because it's all in his head. It's all head. He, like, he has the form. He has the shot. And he 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 has the skills to actually produce. But he doesn't have the confidence, man. And without that, you're, you're nothing in his league, man. And he has to get that together. Otherwise, he's going to be relegated to just being a five-minute situational defense guy. Okay. And he has to step it up. Like... The thing okay. that I love about Quickly and the thing that I love about RJ is that they have that heart, and no matter if they're shooting bad or good, they have the confidence to like take the shot and make mistakes. Like there was a play yesterday when Frank got the re he he stole the ball and he was so frantic to look for a pass that he didn't even he just he just threw the pass. He didn't look to see the guy was open. He just threw the ball to the other defender. He could have just waited. And reset himself, but he just gets in his own head and he gets in his own way. <laughs> All right. Let, let's take a step back for a second. Frank Nilakina. Let's, let's compare Frank Nilakina with Emmanuel quickly. Okay. Like I said, if you if you gave Emmanuel quickly four DNPs, and then in the fifth game you threw him out there, he's still going to shoot the ball Absolutely. because he's a shooter. He's going to shoot the ball. His defense is not going to be there, but he's going to shoot the ball. If you did the same thing to Frank, and in that fifth game, he will lock up whoever you put him on, but he's not going to shoot the ball. Okay? That's just how he is. So 
I'm thinking Marcus Smart. I'm thinking Bruce Bowen. I'm thinking guys like that that took five or six years to be able to have shoot the ball. Marcus Smart last year in the bubble had like a game where he had like six three pointers. That was the first time you see that in this whole seven year career. Right. And he and so you got to, some guys are just like that. Now what I like about now the defensive end, as we all agree. Uh, Frank is locked down on the defensive end. He's one of the best defenders in the league as far as from the defense. Absolutely. I don't take okay. that away from him. <laughs> now, give him, and even Tibbs admitted that he never really spent any time with Frank last summer. He didn't know who him. He was getting to know him. I think over the course of this season, because Frank also, not only is he a, is, is he a tremendous team player, he's a hard worker. So, Tibbs likes that. I think you right. give him another summer with Tibbs and them, he's going to come back more confident. Not only that, how many times over the last three seasons has this guy had to look over his shoulder at, with a fourth coach, third coach, pulling him after he makes one mistake? Now, I, I mean, get that. Kind of, I was there, man. I get yeah, it. Yeah, that gets in their head, man. So I'm saying, and even this year, I mean, he, he still got, I think that's still bugging him. But right now, I'm feeling that there's a thaw. The ice is thawing with Tibbs. Tibbs likes him because he works hard. He obviously works hard in practice. He, he's working on his shot. He just needs, as you said, he needs the confidence. And Tibbs said it last night. He said, if he's taking good shots, they'll eventually fall. And I believe that too. He took a couple of rush shots. Now, you can't really compare him to RJ because no. RJ is going to get 30 minutes if he goes 0 for 20 or if he goes 10 for 10. He's going to still get 30 minutes. Nah, no, you know, it's just the con- it's not even that. It's not the, the shooting or the minutes. I mean, it's just the confidence. Look. Yeah, but like, if you I, know I, you're going to play, if you know regardless of how you shoot, you're still going to get those minutes. That makes a lot of difference. That, it, that helps you. So if you know you go out there and you can't shoot that night – and you're still going to play 35 minutes versus if you miss three in a row, they're going to pull you. That's a different thing right there. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I, I, I get it. You know what it I'm is? I'm not really worried about it, to be honest with you. I'm not. I think he's going to be fine. I just, I'm really thinking my whole thought process is playoffs. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we're in the playoffs, can we put Frank on Jason Tatum? Can we put him on, 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 on Jalen Brown? Yes, we can. Can right. he lock up? Can, can, can we put Frank, can Frank guard, um, can Frank guard any of the Heat guards or wing? Yes, he can. Can he guard? If you you can Frank guard Middleton if he needs to. Yes, he can. So I'm thinking playoffs. And, and if we could use, even if that if that's all he could do, is worth a playoff win or two. I, I'm not worried about it. I, his, his, to me, his his offensive game, he's never going to be like I thought he would actually. I thought he had a chance to be Gary Payton, believe it or not, when he came in the league, but. I see now he's probably not going to do that. No, nah, I don't think he's going to like. But I can see, I can definitely see Bruce Bowen. I can see Marcus. Right. I can see um, what's that kid that used to um, that guy that used to play for Boston and then they traded in Memphis and he was Tony Allen. Yeah, Tony Allen. Mm-hmm. I can see all of that in Frank for sure, and I think he'd be better than Smart because because he's got I think he's got more IQ. But um, so I'm not really worried about him. Yes. We'd like to see him shoot better right now. Yes, we could have used him to get his 10 to 13 points last night. Wouldn't even be the game. We'd have won. But right. Yeah. In the grand scheme of games, you know what it is? It's the bench right now. You know what? And and here's the thing. Like, our this team is not finished. Right. Right. This team is not finished. Right. So this is what we have to deal with right now. We have we're in a battle to try to make a playoff. The playoffs. Um, right now, our bench is thin. We we're, we we are shorthanded, and you, 
this is the time when people might want to make moves, but you can't make moves and sacrifice your future. Right. So you have to stand packed. And right. so it's like, and I, I think that's why you get frustrated, but at the same time, you still have to stand back and say, okay, we're, we're not done. Because, you know, like I said, Randall has been looking gas. I know people been people have been getting on Randall for like his his shot missing sometime at the end of games. But when you're playing 40 minutes a night on a back to back, that's right. You're going to be gas. And if you notice the way his shot looks versus the first quarter versus the fourth, right? It's not like he's getting different shots. That's right. It's Especially he, like you see it, it's an intense game last night. Very intense. Man. Exactly. Exactly. So for so I for me it's like man we have around I think we have six backs to backs this season. Um, I think we have a few more to go. When it, so when it comes to these back to back situations, I'm just looking at the bench and I'm going, somebody has to step up somewhere because Randall is not going to be able to <laughs> to last a season <laughs> if he well, has to keep I playing mean, on these minutes. If you have Mitchell Robinson. And you have, um, a, you know, the backup center. You have Taj. That's going to help Randall because th- that's less pressure on him defensively. Uh, that get, that because Mitchell Robinson, even you know, before all of this, when when we didn't have tips, he covered a lot of mistakes for people, and it would get him in foul trouble. But now we have a nice crew around him, so Mitchell Robinson is going to make a big difference. And of course, we all agree, Derrick Rose makes a big difference. So you bring these guys back, and we'll be all right. I really, maybe I'm just the eternal optimist, but I think the Knicks are getting healthy at just the right time. Right. Okay. I think they're getting healthy at just the right time. This is all part of the trial. When we get healthy, and all we're missing really is those two guys. I'm not worried about Peyton, but if we get Derrick Rose and Mitchell Robinson back, Derrick Rose will definitely make a huge difference, and so would Mitch Robinson. You're right. Yes, you, that's a whole different thing now. So uh, even I know I heard people mention that you know Embiid and, uh, and and Durant were missing, but I still believe our team could beat both of them when we are in full strength and they're in full strength. I'm not saying we beat them in a seven game series, but I like our, I like the fight we put up for sure. Yeah, I do like the fight we put up. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I would have to see. I, I love I love the optimism. Salute to the chat, man. We got a super chat, five super chat from that's your boy, right? Uh Kanal Ban Laya. Yeah, Kanal Ban Laya, yeah, yeah. Kanan Ban Laya. That's right. Kanal Ban Laya. All right. It says people <laughs> think I'm a Frank hater, but I wanted Frank before he was drafted. But mm-hmm. you got to keep it real. Dude is shook. Also, we need another scorer, Levine. Um yeah, we do need another scorer. Like when you watch it, not available. I would love to get Levine. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. If Levine was available, then we, yeah. that'd be great. But you're absolutely right. We're we're one serious scorer scorer away, really. Yeah, Levine would be icing, man. That would be the cake right there. You, if we added Levine and Alonzo, oh man, oh man, that would be inc- that would be insane. Oh my God, that would be crazy, man! That'd be crazy. Yeah, so, that's yeah, that's but, a team um, that could grow for years to come. We maybe absolutely. we need to do like <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. I mean, um, Levine's not available. The right. Chicago's not going to give him away, and you know, so forget Levine. That's not happening. But but Lonzo is possible. Lonzo is definitely possible, yo. And Lonzo. So, Yo, and salute to the chat too. So Rich, salute to people if you're new. Let me shout you out. I'm gonna give you a shout out. Telling Alejandro, shout out to you. Um, GM Island Empire, two shout out to you. Uh, my man Alejandro is definitely campaigning heavy. He's lobbying for my man Kevin. Knight. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that next. We get we're gonna <laughs> get to we get into Kevin right now. I got you. 
They got the hashtag Zoe to NY starting up. Yeah, I know y'all heard the news about Zoe coming to the NY and us being on the radar. That's right. I know you heard that. And 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 Raw's on board now. Welcome. I'm on board. Well, man. Yeah, welcome, Raw. Hey Ellis, you know, you know, you know, you, you evangelized me. You converted me. I'm 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 in. I'm in on the Zoe train. Yeah, and I can't take credit. I give I give that credit to uh, CK2K. CK2K yeah. uh, opened my eyes and I looked. I looked at him and I was like, yes, if the shooting comes around, I'll go for it. And then the shooting came around and then I was in. So mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to CK2K. Mm-hmm. He put it on my radar for real. All right. Shout out to CK2K. Then he was the he was the root cause. Exactly. He was the root cause. And I said it in the beginning of the season that I wanted him until the shooting went down. And then I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I don't need this Lonzo noise. But then he got his shooting back up and I'm just like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe the shooting is real. He's it's the second season in a row where he's starting to shoot well. I guess it's real. So... I'm with it right now. If he wants to come, let's go. Lonzo Ball says, okay, we got $4.99 Super Chat for GM Island Empire 2. Says, Lonzo Ball will spread the floor. Free Kevin Knox. OB looks lost out there. All right, you know what? That's the cue. That's the cue. Let's start, let's start the show. Let's start the show for real. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, okay. So we talking about what first, Zoe, or are we talking about... I'm, I'm going OB right now. While we talking about... The, the lack of scoring, OB would solve so many problems if he was able to produce on the offensive end. Because as of now, he's giving you what, seven minutes a game, <laughs> seven, and he's and realistically, if OB can give us fifteen to twenty minutes a game. We would be golden, right? But yesterday it was rough. He airboarded a three. The defense was looking shaky. And feet on a layup. Yeah, and he oh, oh don't forget the my bro pick for the next episode <laughs> is definitely the missed dunk when he fell on the floor and nobody oh was God. around. And he and he and he was complaining about the foul. Not not no no. No, uh-huh. Obi, no. Uh-huh. It was you, bro. Nobody was, touched you. It was you. It, <laughs> it was, was just you. And I don't blame him all the way because of the situation. He's playing behind the All-Star um, and Julius Randle. The game that we're playing is not really suited to his game. He's more of a pick-and-roll player, and we're reducing him to a spot-up shooter. Right. So we're not really playing to his strength. So I, I hate – I don't want to, like, bag on him, you know? But well, we need something. They, nobody thought Julius Randle was going to be this good going into this year. I think they drafted Obi to play that those minutes, you know. But um, you know it, that is what it is. So uh, also, you got to remember, this is Tom Thibodeau. Facts. He's not play, you know, he only plays. You know, like I said, I keep coming back. He played Jimmy Butler eight minutes a game in his rookie year. You know, so this is this, and Jimmy Butler was twenty two also in his rookie year. Right. So. You gotta remember, this is the situation, and, and I and I told you something privately, but I think I'll share it. Okay. Ob is like the girl that you really lusted after for a long time, and you finally with her, and you can't believe it, and you fumbling over it. Be a Nick. Ob wants to be a Nick so bad he wants a yeah over himself. You might be right, man. And 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 that combined with the fact that at Dayton last year he was RJ he was the man he was he was 
playing all game, you know. So this year he's playing under Tom Thibodeau. He needs defense. He needs IQ. He's he's going to get limited minutes. All of that hinders him with what you said. He's playing out of position. Obi's a pick and roll guy. Obi's a pick and roll guy. You notice, and I noticed that when when Derrick Rose came, how much better was Obi? Yeah. As soon as Derrick Rose came, so you give him Alonzo, you give him back Derrick Rose, you give him twenty minutes. You and I and and I'm saying, saying is that next season, his minutes will improve. You're not going to see it this year. He's not going to. You're going to see this the rest of the season. He's not going to get any different. You're going to see this rest of the season. But next season, he, because he's now in his second year, Tibbs is going to give him more. You know, more time. And then I believe, let's talk by faith, we'll have a point guard. We'll have a Derrick Rose. <laughs> we'll have somebody that's going to get this boy the ball, and then all of a sudden you're going to see. And that, and, and in part, that's Kevin's problem too. Kevin, you know, he needs to play with a guy that's going to see the floor and you're going to watch him cutting to the hole and catch him and all that stuff. So I think all that improved. And, not, and I think, I really, I'm looking at Kevin. You see Kevin's face the last couple of games? It just looks lost, man. He's on his bench and he just looks yeah. like he's... I, I, out of it, I agree with you, man. And here's the thing about Kevin, too. Like, and the ch- people are saying this, and there's some truth to it, but I don't think this is going to happen just because of the optics. If they're reducing Obi Toppin to a spot up three point shooting role, who better to play that role right now than Kevin Knox, who was corner Kev for like a few weeks? Yeah, but he was he was behind the pecking order. He's always been behind Obi the whole pecking order. I know, I know, but it's like that's what I'm saying. The optics of the organization is not going to allow them to happen because really yeah. the role Obi's playing is really more suited for Kevin than Obi. Yeah, it is. It's no question. Obi's more like I said. Obi's a definitely a pick and roll player, uh, versus Kevin can play that spot up role. He really can, and he can attack. He can attack from the corner too when he wants to. So, um, I, you know, it is what it is. I don't know how they're going to work it out, but I'm going to tell you something. It's not going to change between now and the end of the season. It's going to have to change over the summer going into next season, but not. Yeah. You're not going to see a change unless somebody gets you know injured for the year. You're not going to see a change. Yeah. This summer is going to be one of the mo- a big summer for Obi, man, to kind of really try to find, find his game and round it out and see where he fits on his team mm-hmm. uh, by the coming next season. It's going to be mm-hmm. Big for him and even big for the front office too as well. It really is. It's going to really be because and and this year the focus as it should be is, is on obtaining a shooter and a point guard. You know, a shooter from the wing and a point guard. And so if we can get Alonzo, and I really think, you know, now that I'm sold on him, we definitely are in the financial ability as well as in in, in the ball camp. I think this is a marriage that both people will want. So uh, I could see us getting him if we really want him, and if we do, that's going to be good. Now, as far as the shooter from the wing, that's going to be a little tougher because there's nobody really available. You got we were talking about. It. I think the yeah. only wing shooter that's available is Evan Fournier. Yeah, Fournier. Other than that, I don't see a wing shooter that's available. Now, the big news over the summer, I think, and it's just me, you know, prognosticating, is if Kawhi opts out, and that's a big if. I've been through this road before, man. I don't yes. listen. I'm but not he, trying to get. I'm not trying to go no, down this I, I hopeful. See, I, it's the likelihood is no, but he, I, he's catching hell over there in LA. She's nothing. Somebody mentioned this, man. I love Kawhi Leonard, right? Kawhi Leonard on paper, when you when you think about defensive guy and the guy that Tom Thibodeau would love to be on his team, it definitely would be Kawhi Leonard, and I can see him teaching RJ a lot too because I, I do feel like there's a little bit of crossover in their game. But 
how is this load management situation going to work with Tibbs, who's going to want to play <laughs> Yo, you, 57 <laughs> minutes a game? You're right. You're right about that. Bruh. But you know what, though? <laughs> Tibbs will, will – will, I want to tell you something. He, as much as he is a creature of habit, there's no question about that. He is also a guy that really respects top players. Like he he has respect almost to the reverence point. Like the way it, almost the way Jeff Van Gundy was willing to to run Ewing way past his prime. You know, he he Tibbs will Tibbs would do that with a superstar. So if that's a, I don't think that'll be an issue. I can see if they want to say, okay, he's gonna play 30 minutes a game, Tibbs will do that. I don't think that's going to be a problem. And I have no problem with a 48-minute game when you're playing Kawhi Leonard 30 minutes and you're playing Burks or Bullock, you know, whoever, the other 18 minutes. Right. Yeah, I I, don't, I just don't see it, man. If it happens, I, I mean, if it happens, I've been burned too many times. That's going to be that's going to be the story of the summer though because just by man, him opting I don't want to be here this summer. <laughs> just that, that, by him opting out is going to create everybody's going to say, "Oh, is he going to the Knicks? Is he going to the Knicks?" You I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here, man. <laughs> You're gonna have somebody gonna have to take over because I'm not doing this this summer with Kawhi Leonard or rumors to the Knicks. Because he's gonna opt out. He's gonna, gonna drive me out. crazy. Because you know what? Look, Paul George already signed his extension. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be Paul George. Mm. And, and his boy is just his boy quiet, man. I, I don't know. We're gonna see. I don't know. And especially if they don't make it to the to the finals. Which is a strong prob- possibility. I mean, I mean, they got Denver, L.A., the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, even, I don't even want to bring it, man. <laughs> chat, let me know what you think, yo. Salute to the chat. Let me shout people in the chat. You get this crazy with this. <laughs> <laughs> John Talento, he's not coming. Let it go. I'm with you, John. I'm with you. No, I'm totally with you. I understand. I'm just trying to tell you. I, I was prognosticating. I'm saying. <laughs> Ops out, you're gonna hear you talk Yo. about Berman. Berman's gonna be lighting this stuff up, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, shout out to you. Yo, he's not coming, yo. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy UCLA. Tibbs is stubborn <laughs> AF. I agree yes, with you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kawhi's be like, I'm not playing. Tibbs is gonna push him up there. Put Tibbs will push him in a wheelchair up there, man. But I think there's more of a chance that, that whoever we draft in the draft is not gonna start and get the minutes we want him to get than than him not bound to the pressure of, of doing whatever Kawhi wants. Facts. I'm with Don Hines says, don't put that evil on me. Hell rebuke <laughs> the Satan. No, not get my not. <sighs> not man. Rebuke the Satan, man. I'm no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw. I'm going to draw, you know, I'm going to draw my Kawhi. Let's talk about RJ Barrett. I'm going to talk about our own homegrown Kawhi Leonard, right? I'm, that's, that's what we're going to do. Because <laughs> RJ right. Barrett yesterday, right? RJ Barrett, he finishes the game. He finishes the game with 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and still 41% from the field goal percentage. And what I liked about RJ Barrett's game yesterday was the first time we met... The first time we met the 76ers, he was shut down. You know? Yeah. Simmons shut him down. Simmons, Simmons shut, him. shut him down. Yeah. So the way he adjusted was to me was brilliantly. And and yeah. what I liked about RJ's game yesterday was he picked, he only shot 41%, but it was he picked these guys apart. He didn't force anything. He didn't. And whenever there was a whenever he drove, there was another man waiting for him. That's right. And every time another man was waiting for him, he either did his little patented scoop layup at the hole. Yep. 
or he found um Nerlens Noel for an alley oop. Yep. And yep. he did it brilliantly the whole night. And the other part of that game is the the pace. The Knicks have been picking up the pace. You have after you have. the All Star game. I feel like yesterday was probably was my might have been one of the most points he scored in the half court in the fast break. Yeah, twenty three points in the fast break yesterday. Um, a lot of pushes off of you mentioned the last game, Raw. That a lot of pushes off of uh, you know made baskets. A lot of pushes off of blocks. Yep. yep. And uh, RJ got a lot of his points that way as well. Um, That's right. So so kudos to RJ Barrett. And and it's funny because when the game got close, right? The reason why I think we kind of lost was you know one was the defense we had we played defense well if you hold game. the under 100 points now you're playing good defense yeah we played defense well all game except for the last few minutes like the last few minutes um i think two people chased off chased after a ball handle in a pick and roll and IQ was one of them. I think Tom had enough and pulled IQ for that right after mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're right. Um, um, they started switching every pick and roll that led a that had and that led to a mismatch of Tobias Harris posting up um, Reggie Bullock half the time. Well, that shouldn't have been a mismatch. He should be able to guard Tobias Harris, but Tobias Harris was torching him. Yeah, it's where I was torching him. And three, like the. The open shots that R.J. Barrett hit during this season, he wasn't able to hit yesterday. Fatigue. And, I, and right. I do, and I do believe that's because you know the all game he was hitting layups. Yeah, and, and he he was getting close. He he put the bully ball on that boy Simmons. Yeah, man. man. He's putting he put the, the bully, bully ball. On the, oh, R.J. just bully ball. Oh, bully. And, and and you know what? Usually I reserve this statement for a dunk. Like I call it a grown man dunk. You know, when somebody just it's just like that that I'm a yeah. man boy, I'm mm-hmm. a flush it on. Well, he did the grown man bully ball move on Simmons yesterday. Yeah, like, the two-handed grown man move, man. He's like, I'm here. I'm here. So look, RJ is 20. I'm not worried about he what he gives us is what he gives us. He's going to be a stud. I'm glad we got him. Um and, and Simmons too. Now Simmons is only 24 years old. He's a young boy too, man, and, and and it seems like he's been around forever. Because from his rookie year, he's been in playoff runs, you know. So, um, you know, he's another guy with a lot of experience. But RJ was shut down by Simmons in the first meeting, and he came back this time. And there was a, but you have to understand when there's a game that intense as that game was yesterday, a layup is hard to get sometimes. So Absolutely. RJ had the shot. In the in the lane that he could normally hit, he just missed it yesterday. That would have been, uh, I think, we would have either tied the game or went ahead by one. But it was a one possession game. He got the shot that we would want him to have. It's not a layup, but he right. had seven footer in the in the lane, and he from about seven to eight feet, and he missed it. That was fatigue. And then um, his could be it too. wide open three from straight away, which he normally would hit. And he misses that as well. So that's just us, you know, that's just a young team on the come up, man. That's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Yeah, that's just the way it is. All know we're in the game. Mm-hmm. We're definitely in the game. It's just that, you know, <laughs> we, we missed, we missed, we missed the ones. When, when you're playing elite teams, things like this are going to happen. Um, you know, shout out to Nick and Mubba. Just give us a 20 yeah, super chat. Yo, big up, love, man. Shout, shout out to Nick and Mubba. Yeah, man. Biggest super chat we've gotten so far. Salute to you, Nick and Mubba, man. Uh, 
Salute you, salute you for real, for real. Um, lost my train of thought for a second, but yeah. Um, when you're playing teams, <clears throat> elite teams, yeah, yeah. When you're playing these elite teams, man, that's why you can't be too mad. You can't be too mad. I know you. Yeah. We want to win. We want to win every game. We, we're Knicks fans. We're prideful. We we our expectations have risen. Yeah, we don't have that much patience. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have that much patience. So we expect to win. <laughs> we want to win everything we see. You know? That's right. We That's want right. to win everything you see. And unfortunately, it, it's... Um, look, we're going to go through these things. And it's still a growing process. And it's still a stepping stone. Until we get all our... Pe- we'll look better with Derrick Rose back. Yes. We'll look better and with Mitchell Robinson. Robinson back. And Mitchell Robinson, yes. Yes. But at the end of the day, we're still going to need... Um, another score and yeah. that's not going to happen this season no we're going to need another score there's no question i'm not and i'm not sure they would have to make a trade because i don't know there's no free agent scorer i mean aside from Kawhi, that's really available right. um there's no free agent score so uh they'd have to make a trade and i'm not i mean look rose knows how to play chess so we don't know what they're going to come up with you know this summer they might be able to swing a deal for Levine. I don't know. Let, let me ask you this, Jay Ellis. Okay. Would you trade your two first-round picks this year for, for Levine? Two first-rounders for Levine? Um, This this year, the two picks. This year? I think I would, to be honest with you. Hmm. I, I, know, I know that's shocking to people. So it, might, it might be shocking to you. I think I would because at this point, those two first-rounders are in the 20 range right because Dallas is when it's starting to win right now I think they're like 20 mm-hmm. and yeah they're like 20 and um like 20 and 19 they're like back to back so if you're getting a Levine who's uh, one of the top scorers in the NBA he's 26 right now um he goes along he goes along with the timeline he I goes mean, along with I the timeline it, if I'm gonna focus this summer right if I because you know these guys talk this you know they don't you know I'm sure the Knicks people are in charge with and talk and touching base with Lonzo's people. I'm sure they're doing. I don't know if they're gonna what they're coming to, but they're talking. Um, if we're decided to go after Lonzo Ball for this summer, mm-hmm. if that was the case, if we were signing Lonzo Ball, I would definitely trade those two first for Levine because now you're going to pair Levine and Ball and RJ, and now you got something. Yeah. Now you got a squad, and now you keep IQ coming off the bench as your scorer. You still got Bullock as a defender coming off the bench. You might even have Burks if you want him to be a scorer coming off the bench. So you still got a strong bench. Yeah, and you still got D Rose probably. So, um, but now your starting unit is—I mean, you're talking about Lonzo at the point. You're talking about Levine at the two. You can play Levine and RJ at the two or the three. It doesn't matter. And you can play. You got you got both Mitchell Robinson and now you got boy. You got a squad. Yeah, it's, it's, especially because they're saying within the the draft. I think they're saying after eight, maybe. I think they're saying after eight is where the drop off goes comes. Well, I don't know. This is a deep draft. They said yeah. that about this past draft and right. You know, well, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. And there's some people yeah. overperform. Yeah. No, you're right but about I would, that. If I could get away, I would try to keep both the picks, but I would I would be willing to at least give them Detroit second with the first to try to get Levine. I would try to do that. As long as my, as long as our t- four untouchables, which would be Robinson, Randall, RJ, and IQ are off the table. Right. I would talk to them about Levine. I would be willing to, to send them OB if they wanted him, but I would I would talk to them about Levine because 
because to get Levine and the ball, now you solve both your problems. You got your point guard and you got your score. Yeah, and the thing about that too is Ross, like, you know, you already know that Tom Thibodeau is only going to play a certain amount of rookies. And right. we have, what do we have? We, ha- we have like a... We have like five five picks over the next three years or something yeah, like that. So we have extra it. picks. So like even if we right. move two picks, we're still right. going to have extra first round picks to spare anyway. Right. We could give them the, the two right. Dallas picks and keep our number one. Give them the two Dallas and maybe a Detroit second and we keep our number one. But the thing is, who are, no matter who we pick, Thibodeau's not starting them. No matter who we pick. Right. So, and, and if you get a guy, how old is Levine? Like 25? He's like 25, 26, I would feel like. Yeah, point. he fits the timeline. And then he fits the timeline. And he can grow. You can have Randall Levine, yep. IQ, RJ for years. You know what That's I mean? Right. That's right. And be able to like go over to Cap to sign them and sign the little right. role players. And right. then you have the culture of New York. And, and that's that's when the stuff starts happening. The stuff starts happening is when you have a culture already that's set right. in place. And then you get stupid. That's when you start to get like, the, the old retired players who still got a little bit of game that signed for a million dollars. Then Levine just turned 26, so he's in his prime now. Right, right. Exactly. That would fit with Randall's timeline. So if you get a Levine and, and you add him with Randall and shoot, I mean, I'm trying to say that's that's a squad right there. Levine, actually, I get the feeling he wants to play for Thibodeau again. Uh, yeah, you know I was what? doubtful of that when he got traded to Chicago. But. He seems like he liked them. He seems like he yeah. likes them. Yeah. Uh, he he seems like he likes Chicago too. So I'm not sure that can go either way for me. Like I, I yeah. can see, I can see it go either way. Like he likes Chicago. He does like Chicago. I would think, but he, I can also see him wanting to leave at some point. But yeah, I'm, he, I, I'm not. I'm not really definitive either way. Where is he in his contract? Let me. Where is he? Uh, okay, okay. Let me you know, let me read these let me read these super chats. Okay, super chats are really coming in today. All right, yo, shout out to you guys are really supporting today, man. All right, salute. Let me just get to these because it's getting disrespectful right now. If I don't even read them, all right, cool. <laughs> so shout out to I, I think I read this earlier, but I'll read it again for you. All right, GM Islander Empire Two says Lonzo Ball will spread the floor for free. Kevin Knox, Obi look lost out there. And I read that one earlier, but I just had to reiterate that one. All right. All right. And shout out to GM Islander who sent another 499 switch. That says Lonzo Ball will unlock Obi and Mitch. Book it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there, man. Lob City will be back in NYC, man. Cause I know Mitch misses all the lobs. Mitch yeah. was getting all the lobs last year. He was averaging yeah. the best field goal percentage in the NBA, catching lobs at the rim all willy nilly. And this year, all of that just disappeared. If yeah, if Lonzo is back, all that is being right unlocked, man. I'm sure Mitch is gonna have a field day. Trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, yo, and shout out to Nickum up with the twenty dollars super chat, yo. Hold on. Oh, I hit the, no, I'm starting to hit the ooh button for the super chats now. That's what. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Nick him up, $20 super chat. Shout out to you. Keenan Lambert with another $20 super chat. Oh. Shout out to you, Keenan Lambert, man. Super shout out to you, man. Uh, You're doing the right thing, man. Doing the right thing. Yo, salute, yo. All of it's going to help to grow the channel, pay, pay the writers, pay for equipment, and just grow things out, man. So thank you guys for the support. And I really appreciate it, for sure, for real. All right? Yo, and thank you, Roar. Roar always comes with the, the, um, the, the random free agent... <laughs> no, Levine is unrestricted at the end of next season, but he he's under he's got he's in his last year. So you know what happens when catching their last year, man. If they don't sign an extension, right? Well, exactly. Get from what you want right now. So 
Uh, obviously, it's a you know it's a long shot, but I, I'm looking at it like that. I'm thinking Lonzo and Levine would really be make us have a nice summer, man. Nice summer. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, we'll see. And you know what? The longer the season goes on, the longer, um, you know, more leverage we might have. But yeah. it already depends. It literally depends on Levine. It depends on Levine. Mm-hmm. Depends on Levine. It depends on how he feels about the end of the season because you know we're on a dog fight, so people can miss the playoffs by one or two. Yeah, so he might not. He might feel good about himself or or, or not. All right. That's right. Where are they right now? Where's Chicago? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Chicago is right below us. They're at the ninth spot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the so ninth if, spot right now. You're right. It depends. Like if they end up fading at the end, and they're not there, and the Knicks end up finishing strong. That bodes well for us. Yeah, but it's going to be a lot. Knicks have the third toughest um, schedule the in the league. Dogs ready, and, 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 young dogs are ready, man. The puppies will be coming. Yeah, exactly. Now. We ready, baby. We ready. Yo, shout out. Yo, shout yeah, out to Ken. Shout out to one of my writers, Ken. Man, he wrote a really, a really nice article that, that kind of explains how tough our schedule is. So go to thenickatimeshow.com to read that. That work from Ken, all right? Um, yeah, I think we talked about everything we need to talk about. We, we yeah, man, we ready. We, next thing we need to talk about is this next Knicks win that's going to happen tomorrow night. Oh, that's right. That is right. Tomorrow night, we have the re-re-rematch. <laughs> Verse, Knicks versus the Orlando Magic. That's right. Um, last, like, every every game we've played, Raw, it's been a thriller. That's uh, right. We've, we've talked about... Look, we've, Oh, Terrence Ross. That's another guy who, who I wouldn't mind having on the Knicks. Yeah, he's a bench piece, though. He, he is a bench piece. He's one he's of those flame forward bench think, pieces. He's a step up from Burks, I think. Yeah, he might be a step up from Burks. Maybe not as much as a playmaker as Burks. Right, right. But if you're talking about scoring, he Shooting, might yeah. he might be like the he might be the Austin Rivers that we wanted, you know? Yes, I agree. Yes. He yeah, might be the Austin Rivers role that we wanted. Um, I agree. And we might end up with something like that because, like I said, that very few people are available. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, the Knicks play the Orlando Magic tomorrow, so it's, it's kind of a must-win situation at this point. With the, the, with the schedule as tough as the ones we, we gotta have. Knock, yeah, we got to knock these guys we off. We have to knock these guys out. Um, guys yeah, I, I know. Um, I know. Oh, they're big. Oh, what's this big? the big man that went to the All-Star game? Yeah, Vucevic. Vucevic, I know Vucevic has been killer, killing man. it. He's a Nick killer. He's man. a Nick killer. I actually like the way Mitch played him when he was when we first played him. He's not here now. We have no well playing him. Yeah, yeah. But, but Nick's yeah, Mitch did play him well the last time we played. Exactly, exactly. But I think I don't know the way I've been impressed by the way the way Knicks have been playing lately. I I want to expect the win. I really do. Yep. I, but you just they never. Gotta win games like this. This yeah. is a game you're supposed to win. They gotta win games like this. So we're. I. I. I mean, it couldn't be a tight game because this is the NBA. I'd like to see them get a coast to coast win tomorrow. Absolutely, I would like to see the coast. I would. I would like that too. Because right now they have the first worst record in the NBA. They've lost eight in the row. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to be hungry. But I don't care. Like this is a game we need. We can't we can't be any letting down games. This is a must. No, we got bury these cats, man. We got to bury these cats. That's right. All right, so yo salute. I'm gonna salute one more salute one more time to the chat before we wrap it up. Uh, that is our show. Um, yo, thanks for watching. Our next show we're going to be doing is going to be Friday, and I'm figuring out the schedule in my head, roll on how we're gonna do this. So 
<laughs> Hopefully Ryan G will be back. To yeah, it. man. I need Ryan, man. Who's man is this? Why is Ryan not here, yo? What's going yeah. on with you, bro? Like, we need Ryan back. But Ryan said he'll be back on Friday. Oh, okay. He'll yeah, be good. back on Friday night. So, okay. so, so it's okay. going to be me and Ryan Friday night. So watch out for Ryan. Um, but the way we're going to be doing these, these post games, at least for now anyway, is um, when there's back-to-backs, I'm going the first night of the back-to-back, I'm going live that night. Yeah, I hate you. The, the, first, the first night of the back-to-back, I'm going live that night. Um, and then... then we're going um, live a lot, because I think we got a few back-to-backs coming. Yeah, up. I think we have six back-to-backs this season, and I think we've done two already. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, yo, pal says, where Kathy at? Yo, I'm going to let Kathy know you're looking for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Kathy know you're looking for her. <laughs> she just hit me up the other day, too. So shout out to Kathy, man. Kathy, Kathy, yo, Kathy's always welcome whenever Kathy wants to come. That's, that's right. For sure, that's for sure. But, um, but yeah, Roy's not, Roy's not going to be here on Friday night. Roy is, um, Roy's more of a week guy. Week, yeah, I'm week, definitely more week of a week on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Friday night will not be here, but yeah. listen, next time. Uh, we, there's a game Sunday, so we'll be talking about that. Yeah. We, Philly. Oh, oh, Sunday's a game Sunday? What time Sunday? Uh, It's 8 o'clock. Eight o'clock Sunday. You gonna be up for that one? To, to, to I'll talk? be up for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's lit then. Then Sunday. Yeah. All right. So Sunday night, we're gonna be doing um right after the game on Sunday night. We're gonna be doing a show. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And Friday night, I'm doing a show with Ryan. Okay. And on back to the back to backs, yo, Kathy got a whole high. That's funny. And back to backs, um, I'm probably gonna have um, Alex. Alex try to cast or I'm gonna try to get him for all the back to backs. The first night of the back-to-backs, all right? So all right. that is the schedule I think is going to work in my head. And that makes the most sense for everybody, all right? So shout out to all the right. chat. Yeah, shout out to Miss Black Girl Magic, Kathy. Kathy High. Shout out to John Talento, who says, Salute KOT Show, salute to you, bro. Shout out to Ace of Spades. He says, would you do a Mitch for Miles Turner swap? Nope. No? Nope. Mitch is my homie, man. I'm not doing that. We drafted Mitch. <sighs> I'm not, yo. I'm not gonna lie, raw. That's like a. I know, I know. I mean, I hear you. I, I I'm, not, I'm not gonna say I don't understand why you would want to do it. I'm not gonna say that. But Mitch is my homie, man. We drafted Mitch. I'm I know, I know. To our guys, man. I'm always favorable to our guys. We drafted him. If I'm making this, the emotional decision or the basketball decision, I understand. I understand. <laughs> a three-point shooting, Mitch, shot-blocking center. He's a tremendous player. There's no question. But I'm not giving rid. I'm not getting rid of Mitch. I'm loyal, man. I can't. Okay, I, I feel you, bro. I, but I, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. I'm, loyal. I'm GM, and this is straight up swap. First of all, I don't think that was. I, I don't think it would be. I think it would cost more than Mitch for Miles Turner. Yeah, I think it would. But I'll tell you what, Danny Ainge would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ainge been pulling that trigger yesterday, boy. Right. Right. Shoot. Mitch, like Mitch, SK says Mitch hasn't been developed yet. Yes, uh, Mitch hasn't been developed yet. You don't know what he's going to be. Um, you really nah, want I Mitch like to be... Mitch is a champion. I would like Mitch to be Miles Turner-esque. You know what I mean? I just want Mitch to be Mitch. He's a championship piece, man. I'm, I'm telling you. I feel you. I, I like Mitch's switchability, you know, more than a little bit more than Miles. But I like Miles can give you the blocks and give you the threes. Yep. So mm. no, Miles is a tremendous player. He's no question. I'm right. just loyal to our guys. I mean, I'm just loyal to my guys. If the Knicks draft somebody, I'm loyal to that player. 
I feel you. I'm, I'm I mean, trying to build a team. You know, I really believe once a Nick, always a Nick. I follow guys that are former Nick just because they used to be on the Knicks. I feel you. No, I, I agree with you. And we all kind of do that. We all kind of peek on other teams like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, what's he doing? Yeah, what's he yeah, doing? Like, yeah. if, wherever, if they yeah. trade Frank, I'm gonna be, whoever that team, I'm going to be putting them on my um, league pass. I'll be watching Right, but yeah, you, you got to think about the team sometimes. You can't have because th- at that point, if that's the case, we're never gonna, we'll never trade any picks, and that's not. Yeah, gonna I know, but I mean, <laughs> I just, like I follow the Denver Nuggets partially because of because of Malone being the coach, and he's the coach with the Knicks. I feel you. I would, you know, I would miss, I would miss the Mitch Block party. The Mitch Block party in, in Indiana is not gonna be as lit. And Mitch is, he's just, he's just a cool dude, man. I like him. It's, it's goofy ass. I love Mitch, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> goofy goon type dude, man. Facts. He's a goofy goon type dude. Man. He's a I mean, goofy dude, man. Yeah, man. We got him in the second round. That's my boy right there I'm sticking with. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 anybody in the next draft, Kevin, Frank, I didn't want them to trade. I still follow Dot in the box score. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and he's on Cleveland. Yeah, I'm always gonna follow Dot. Dot. Dot is the only person, the only Nick who follows me on Instagram. You know what I mean? Is he? Yeah. Nice man. My nice. first and only Nick's Nick uh Nick follower. I think I was shouting him out so much. He was like, I like this dude. He just followed me. Yeah, I like <laughs> I, mean, I wish we'd have kept Dot, man. I mean, yeah. Dot another guy, man. He just wasted three years of his career here. But yeah. I'm always following Dot. The only former Nick I don't give a crap about is a certain guy from Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> the snake, yeah, yeah that's snake bro. Yeah, he's dead to me. That's cool. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Yo. yo, salute to the chat, man. I got a, I, I, another super chat came out. He's about to wrap up, and miss, and another super chat came in as he was about to wrap up. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am not complaining though. Shout out to JT uh, Redix since a ten dollars super chat it says salute cable T, salute Raw. We need to bounce back from these two L's. Hell yeah, Absolutely. man. That's right. That's right. And we're going to too. We're going yeah, to. We're going to. We getting these wins, man. About to get this wins. thing up right here. Let's get this business done. Let's get this business done. All right, yo. That is our show. Um, yo, thanks for tuning in. Super thanks for the super chat. I was going ham on the super chat today. So salute to you guys. Um, um, yeah. If you love the show, you don't. You can't send a super chat support channel. You can always like, subscribe, share, um, things of that nature. Uh, yeah. Well, shout out to every shout out to every Nick content creator who's on the grind. Um, shout out to Raw. I definitely go to Raw's channel, support him. He, he does great content. Um, and all, he just has a phone, no graphics. He just has his phone, and it'd be lit. So definitely follow my guy, um, Raw. Uh, shout out to all the content creators on the Knicks. And yo, keep grinding, y'all. Keep, keep grinding, grinding, y'all. Keep grinding. All right. So let me give you the official. Let me give you the official Raw Kenny Find You so I get this fancy graphic on the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Um, usually the day after a Knicks game, except a Friday night game, which you'll catch me Saturday night or Sunday. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, on, um, on uh, what do you call it? Daggone it. Uh, Twitter. Twitter, Raw Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on Twitter as well. I'm going to give you that Twitter one more time. Raw Hebrew Remnant. Yeah, Raw Hebrew Remnant. Yeah, Royal Hebrew Remnant. Do you see the graphic? Is, is it going to load up for me? Or, or are you going to lag? It's lagging uh, right now. It's lagging. Yeah, follow, follow the Royal Hebrew Remnant. And yeah, you you can see him, him on Twitter, man. He, he put the profile picture up now. He's official fishing tissue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, so it's a lot. Salute, salute, salute. Also, you can find me. You know, I'm on Instagram. Jailers draws things. I draw things. I do logos. I do screens. I, I design the, the graphics here. Uh, the graphics everywhere, uh, illustration, the teams, yeah, multifaceted motion Talent. graphics. I do a lot of stuff. 
a lot That's of stuff to shout to. Shout out to everybody who supports uh, us on LB Facets. And if you want a KOT hat, you, you sell them the KOT hats too as well at the Nick Time Show.com. So shout out to those who cop some already. All right. Um, yeah, also find, follow us on all um, social media. That is the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick Time Show on Instagram. And on Facebook as well. Also follow us on all audio platforms. That is SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Yo, shout out to Manscaped. I didn't do the official, the official, um, you know, Manscaped shout out today, but I'll do it the next show. Shout out to Manscaped, who's our first official sponsor, man. Shout out to Manscaped, man. Rocking with us hard. And thanks for, yo, y'all supporting us for real. Because Manscaped gave us the numbers and said, yeah, people are using that KOT code. So shout out to Manscaped and people who, who, uh, Use the KOT code to, you know, get their bowl deodorant and whatever else they got. All right. <laughs> thanks. Yo, thanks, man. Thanks for everybody who's supporting us. Next show will be Friday night with me and Ryan G breaking down the Orlando game. And that's probably going to be a win. So it's going to be lit. All right? <laughs> that's right. That's right, baby. That's right. That is our show. And as always, shout out to World Wide West. Shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we 